I asked you what you would like to hear on Anna with Two before the end of the year. And a lot of you said Christmas vocabulary. So I feel obliged to talk about that. However, I am going to put an Anna with Two Ends business English spin on it because after all you are here to improve your business English. So I'm going to talk about what is the best or most professional way to wish somebody a happy Christmas without sounding like a Christmas carol. I'll give you a clue. Uh, You don't want to say I wish you a Merry Christmas. Sounds a little bit like it's out of a Christmas card. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you what are some really natural things to say. I'm also going to talk about some vocabulary around Christmas parties, work parties, and also going on holiday over Christmas. Or is it having time off? What is the best thing to say? Now, maybe you celebrate Christmas, maybe you don't. If you don't, that's okay. Uh, This is also a really useful glimpse into some of the vocabulary and, you know, culture around Christmas at work. So if you work with people from around the world, it can be really good to know what the lingo is when it comes up. But before we go anywhere, and as per usual, some nice samba music, please. podcast. My name is Anna and I'm a business English coach based in Madrid and I'm specialized and expert in teaching English to Spanish professionals. In this podcast, I give you my guidance, advice and lots of practical tips to help you feel more confident speaking English at work. That is my goal. That is my focus. Now, if you want to find more content and put a face to the name, then you can find me on Instagram at Anna2EndsEnglish. Now, before we jump into the topic, I'm going to read a review from Apple Podcasts from Juliana. You said, hi, Anna. I love the way you speak and explain interesting things to English learners. I am from Colombia and now I'm in Canada. Oh my God, lucky. I have listened to you for a year and I already understand a lot of English. Best regards, Juliana. Thank you so much. You've been listening to me for a year and how quickly that year has gone. I don't know about you, but this year for me, I know everybody says it all the time, but this year for me has just, it's like you blink and you miss it. I I, I honestly don't know where this year has gone. I really don't. Thank you so much, Juliana. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you continue to enjoy the podcast and learn a lot from it. If you want to do what Juliana did and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you know how to do it. And I would be very, very grateful. Let people know what you think of the podcast. Get the podcast out there. So thank you again, Juliana. I really appreciate it. It was lovely to read that comment. Now, serious things. Christmas. Don't worry, I'm not going to be talking about tinsel or, you know, decorations or mince pies. Even though I am thinking a lot about mince pies If you don't know what a mince pie is, look it up. (laughs) I can't find them in Spain. Very annoyed about that. In fact, I think I should write a letter of complaint and get the supermarkets in Spain to start supplying mince pies. I think they would be really popular. I think they would go down really well. 
If something goes down really well, it also actually means physically, like when you swallow something, but it also just means to be very popular. Like, I think they would go down really well. I think Spanish people would be all about the mince pies. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Let's get the mince pies on trend for next Christmas. Now, vocab, 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 Christmas, vocab, business. What's the mix? So the first thing I want to cover is what is the most natural way to say happy Christmas or I wish you a Merry Christmas. Please don't say that. Please don't say that to your client or your or a potential client or a boss or someone in don't say that. Okay. It sounds like it's from a Christmas card. Um, I'm sure it's the best intentions, you know, but it, it's, it's like too much. It's like over the top. And actually, this is a really good point because a lot of the time when I correct people in business English, especially when they're writing, is about being over the top. So what I mean by that is like sometimes when people say thank you, they're like, thank you so much. I'm eternally grateful for your help. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's just a little bit too much. You know, like in a business context, we want to be like really neutral. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So there, there are some specific phrases that we use in when we're expressing happiness or when we're expressing thanks and they're kind of more muted or turn or toned down, I would say, you know, we're not like, um, I would greatly appreciate if you could offer me a hand, uh, you, you know, it's like, and I, I, I understand why people go down that route because they're thinking, okay, I need to sound formal. I need to sound super polite you know, but there's like a line between being professional and then kind of sounding like over the top, like from your, if you're in Downton Abbey, for example, but I get it. Like, you know, people are a little bit confused. They're like, I don't know, do I need to be really formal? If I'm not formal enough, I'm going to sound rude. So I get why it's difficult. Um, but that's a big thing that I correct people on is about how, what's the right level of formal essentially is what I'm saying. So how can we wish somebody a happy Christmas without saying, I wish you a happy Christmas basically is what I'm saying. So there's a few things that you could say. Maybe you're having your last meeting with people before the end of the year. You've got an international team. You've got people in England. You've got people in India, maybe in Australia and the common language is English. It's the last meeting before the end of the year. what do you say? You want to say something nice? So I would say something like this. I would say, have a great Christmas. Have a good Christmas have a great Christmas with your family. Have a good Christmas and new year. See you in 2022. Something a little bit more informal, which is kind of more generic is like, have a good one, have a good one and see you in 2022. It's like, have a good time, you know, in general, have a good one, have a good one and see you in 2022. So those are some kind of natural things and they're all within that range of professional, natural, not over the top. We're not sounding like a Christmas carol. Definitely wouldn't say anything like, I wish you a happy Christmas. Have a nice time. I hope you have a nice time with your friends and family over Christmas. We could definitely use I hope in there. That could definitely work. If you're writing you can be a little bit more elaborate than when you're speaking and it would still sound natural. For example, one thing I write at the end of my emails at the end of the year is, 
I hope you have a wonderful Christmas with your friends and family. And okay, you could say that, but I don't know when, I don't think I would say it. I would write it, but I wouldn't say it. So there's kind of a difference between writing and and speaking, of course. I mean, you already know that. But yeah, if I'm saying it, I'm kind of a little bit more toned down. Have a great Christmas, have a good Christmas. But I'm going to avoid words like wonderful, fabulous, I'm partial to using the word fabulous actually any of my clients and students will tell you that I do like the word fabulous I don't know what it is but it's just a personal choice not everybody's cup of tea so those are some natural options for saying happy Christmas merry Christmas yeah we're not going to say happy Christmas or merry Christmas either just avoid those ones is my advice definitely doesn't sound very natural to me anyway next Let's have a look at holidays, having time off. A lot of people are on holiday over Christmas or are they having time off? Which one is better? Well, I was thinking about this and actually when I go on holiday, I've got a plan, right? I'm I'm going on holiday. I'm going to, let's say, Greece or I'm going to Scotland. It's in summer. Okay. Lots of people have different plans around summer. You know, it's a, it's a specific plan that I've made at a specific time. So I go on holiday in summer. But at Christmas, I think I'm more likely to say, I'm going to take some time off over Christmas. Why? Because maybe I'm only going to take a couple of days, but also maybe because it's already a holiday that everybody has off. And also, I'm not going anywhere, I'm going home. Okay, now, okay, maybe that's a bit offensive. Maybe I don't want my mum to hear that, but I'm not going anywhere, okay? I'm, well, I am, I'm going from Spain to home, but I'm, I'm going home. I'm not going on holiday. Like, there are two different things for me. Going on holiday and, and taking time off. Normally when we take time off, um, we don't go anywhere. But again, it's not a dead set rule because they're kind of a little bit interchangeable, to be honest. So... I'm more likely to say I'm going to take some time off and I'm more likely to say I'm going to go on holiday when I've got specific plans um, to do something. Now notice as well how we measure there. We're going to say I'm going to take or I'm going to go on holiday for two weeks, three weeks, whatever. But if we're going to use time off, I'm going to say something like I'm going to take two weeks off. I'm going to take two weeks off. I'm going to have a couple, a couple of weeks off. And actually, that's true. This Christmas, I'm going to have a couple couple of weeks off and I'm, I'm going to really enjoy it. It's the first time I've been back. Touch wood. Let's not jinx it. But it's the first time I will have been back to England since 2019, which feels ridiculous because now it's near 2022. And maybe you're like me as well. Maybe you haven't been home for a while or you haven't seen your friends and family for a while because of the the situation that we have been in. So if you are in my situation as well, I really hope that you can get home and see your family. Well, every, anyone, you know, I obviously I want everyone to go and visit, go back and visit their family. But um, yeah, so I'm going to have two weeks off over to Christmas. I'm not going on holiday. I don't know for me. Nah, I'm going to take some time off. And a lot of people do take time off over Christmas, but not everybody. I have to say some people really like that graveyard shift between Christmas and New Year because nobody's working. Uh, They can get loads of things done. Maybe they don't have any holidays left. Ah, you have to be careful with that one. 
you have to be careful in summer not to get too greedy and then you forget about Christmas and then you're like oh crap I've got no days left (laughs) I do remember working between Christmas and New Year in one of my jobs and it was awful I was really depressed doing that I didn't like that and I was like I'm never doing that again I'm never doing that shift between Christmas and New Year it's just it's just the worst but some people love it everybody likes different things and if you don't celebrate Christmas of course then well you're going to work the whole way through no no problem you know that's not a natural time for you to have time off so obviously if you don't celebrate Christmas then you know uh, that's not a a holiday period for you how much time are you having off this Christmas are you going to have a couple of days are you going to have a week and the dates actually this year at Christmas they don't fall very well they don't fall on very good days you know sometimes on Christmas if it falls on a certain day and by fall I mean happen it's like really good for taking time off from work because you have like more days so if it falls on a weekday um you get more time off whereas this year it falls on a Saturday so you're like oh okay so it doesn't really you know you don't get the most of the time off because it falls on a weekend rather than in the week. So I hope that you get some time off if you're celebrating Christmas and if you want to get some time off over Christmas. I have to say that I went into a a bakery shop the other day and they said, we are open every single day of the year, 365 days a year. I thought, wow, not even a day off for Christmas. There's definitely some hard workers out there, some companies that are um, open 365 days a year and maybe you're going to be working on Christmas I have family who work in the emergency services and they work on Christmas they work on Christmas you know they do shifts they do rotors but they they work on Christmas day in fact Christmas day is a busy day sometimes in hospitals anyway I'm going off on a tangent to have time off or to go on holiday. Now we can have time off to do different things. It can be to relax. But as I said, we're not really going anywhere in my mind anyway. Um, I'm chilling. I'm at home. I'm not really doing anything special. Now, maybe you have the day off because you want to go to, I don't know, maybe you're having the day off because you just want a day off. Maybe you have the day off because you are going to an appointment and there's no real way to work it around your day. And, you know, you've got to take the whole day off. Um, Maybe you've got a day off because it's your birthday. Um, A lot of people like to take the day off because it's their birthday. Um, I've kind of got really like stone cold about this. Like when it's my birthday, I'm just like, yeah, like, I don't know. I just doesn't even, I don't really even acknowledge it. I'm Maybe I should change that. But yeah, I don't really take the day off for my birthday anymore. Um, And also partly because the fact it's in January. So it's just a rubbish time to take a day off because, you know, I've just had two weeks. So rubbish time to have a birthday if you've got a birthday in January you know what I mean now finally before I move on to the bonus structure for for today what about Christmas parties and work Christmas parties now a lot of these will be cancelled this year unfortunately maybe yours is still going ahead but a lot of work Christmas parties aren't going to be cancelled and I always find the work Christmas party like one of the most fascinating things (laughs) work Christmas party another way that we can say this is the work Christmas do a do is an event or a function and now because I'm kind of a lonely a lonely teacher I don't really have any Christmas party it's a Christmas party for one unfortunately um but I did used to go to some quite funny Christmas parties and it's interesting isn't it because you kind of see people coming out of their shell especially after they've had a couple of drinks and you're like 
oh my goodness, who is this person? Because <laughs> you see a different side to people when they're in the office. Sometimes you see a different side to people um, when they're at a Christmas party. There's some people where what you see is what you get. This is a really, really common expression to describe people. What you see is what you get, meaning you meet them, you know who they are. There's no like complex character. Um, you know, they are who they are. They're they're kind of laid bare. There's 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 no hidden element to their character. Whereas some people, you know, maybe they don't feel as confident as work. Maybe they feel like they have to have a different persona because let's be honest, that can be the case at work. And then when they're out of work, you're like, oh my God, who is this person? (laughs) Or maybe they're really funny and they never make jokes in work. Or maybe they like, you know, you always find out really interesting things about people at work Christmas dues. And there's like three maybe three profiles of people that come to the Christmas do. So there's always people that always go to the Christmas party. Like they always go. Then you have the people that never go. Okay. Cause they don't want to socialize with people from work. They just prefer not to, you know, whatever floats your boat. And then you have the people that, you know, come, they have a couple of drinks, they have the meal and then they go home, but they never stay for the, the party or the going for drinks afterwards. I have to say, I've kind of been in like all three columns at some point in my life uh, where I haven't wanted to go, where I've gone until, you know, the last drink and also where I've kind of just gone and then gone home and been a little bit boring. I guess it depends how well you get on with the people that you, you know, work. But the work Christmas do, the work Christmas party, I, I think that if you've ever seen the the office, which is a a British series, a lot of people talk to me about the off, the American version of The Office. It is still good, but you really need to watch the original, which is the British version of The Office. And there's an episode they have around Christmas. And um, I always think that it's a really accurate portrayal of like a standard British office Christmas party. And I guess that's what that's supposed to be. But it does um, it does make me laugh that 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 episode. It's really difficult though. So if you're thinking about watching something like that in English, you might need to use, for example, subtitles to get yourself going. Um, Also remember that things with humor because The Office is hilarious, but the humor is so within the subtext and it's so like contextual and you know, you might not feel, you might be watching it and thinking, this is not funny at all. Like, I don't get it. It's totally normal totally normal because there's some things I watch in Spanish and like my friends are laughing about it and I'm like uh it's just like words to me like nothing's funny so humor is a really 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 difficult thing um to get in another language now one uh, other film recommendation or something to watch over Christmas is the classic Christmas film which is Love Actually I I just love that film. I watched it the other day and it made me feel really Christmassy. Um, it's a British film, I think. Um, and it's just the best. So if you want to get in a Christmas mood, Love Actually is the film to watch. Now your bonus for today, I've been doing a couple of bonus structures at the end of the podcast. I did Whereas, I told you about to have an impact on. Now the bonus today is not necessarily something extra, but it's a little tip. Now, Spanish speakers, you love the word collaborate, you know, collaborate with me, you're not collaborating with me, blah, 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 da, da. In English, we use the word collaborate a little bit less and definitely only in a professional context because I had some friends saying to me, like, you're not collaborating with me. 
and we're like going for a drink and I'm like uh I don't know it feels like it's kind of out of context (laughs) so collaborate is definitely a professional use in a professional business context only and we're honestly much more likely to use something like work with rather than collaborate so you need to work with me or let's work with each other better so try substituting collaborate for work with as it's going to sound a little bit more natural and try not to overuse it I know that's really hard to say don't overuse this word but yeah, I'm just trying to give you some tips about how to sound a little bit more, a little bit more natural and how to use the verbs that um, more people would use or that sound more natural for somebody who speaks English. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Something a little bit different. I hope you picked up on some interesting pieces of vocabulary that you can use about Christmas uh, how to wish somebody a Merry Christmas, etc. If you like the episode, make sure that you subscribe. And if you want some extra additional content regarding the podcast, make sure you sign up to my newsletter. I'm going to be doing some special bonus gifts for my newsletter subscribers over Christmas. So if you want to do that, make sure that you sign up. I will leave the link in the description bar. And don't forget that you can find me on Instagram at Anna2EndsEnglish. And I will see you very, very soon. Bye-bye.